You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's going on people? Welcome to the post-game number crunch. As usual, I'm your host, Jake Painting, creator of the Howls and Growls Timberwolves newsletter, and this podcast is proudly brought to you by Canis Hoopus and SB Nation. If you'd like to subscribe to Howls and Growls to follow some of the stuff we're doing over the All-Star break, please follow the link in the show notes or head to howlsandgrowls.substack.com, grab a free trial or a $3 per month subscription, and help support me and the podcast and Howls and Growls as well. And, of course, we are heading into the All-Star break on a low, somehow. For the majority of this game against the Washington Wizards, it seemed like an almost foregone conclusion that we'd be skipping into this break on a high note. But then the 2022-2023 Minnesota Timberwolves happened. And now, we as fans get to stew on another game where they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. The final score was 114 to 106. And, I mean, Washington is a better team than the the Detroits and San Antonios and Houstons of the league. But this felt eerily similar to the many other defeats against those teams in the way that it should have been a win. And Minnesota shot their own foot off to ensure that it wasn't a win. I mean, it may have even been a little bit worse. After grabbing a 20-point lead in the first quarter... I'd say my rough estimate is that they pushed their lead back over 15 points at least another five times throughout the night, but then they get blasted with a 38-19 fourth quarter run by the Wizards, and they watch that lead get chipped away until it was kind of completely broken and completely lost. And it wasn't just it wasn't just one thing that went wrong. It really is just one single thing going wrong that kind of punts away a win like this. I mean, Jaden McDaniels and Rudy Gobert both got lit up by Bradley Beal in the fourth. Anthony Edwards' really hot start kind of devolved into bad shots and poor decisions late in the game. And, of course, our new shiny toy, who we really do love and we've loved what he's done so far, Mike Conley, had one of his worst games for some time, maybe one of his worst games in his career, and finished with a big fat goose egg in the scoring column. But, as it has been quite often lately, it felt like a night where the bench mob just really let the starters down. So that's why this episode's number is minus 47.1, as in the minus 47.1 number that constituted Minnesota's bench's combined net rating in this game. Let's dive deeper into that horror show after a quick break. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. 
Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, as I said, heading into the ad break, Minnesota's bench combined net rating was minus 47.1. So, if you kind of add up all the net ratings from that bench unit, it ended up with a minus 47.1 net rating between Torian Prince, Nas Reed, Jalen Noel, Jordan McLaughlin, Austin Rivers, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. They had 22 points on 8 of 25 shooting. They had 7 turnovers compared to 4 assists. And their combined plus-minus was minus 35. And those numbers are actually boosted by the four and six minutes that Alexander Walker and Rivers gave you respectively. The Wolves were actually playing really well in the first half when those two guys got their really short stints. If you take out those two and just account for the Noel, Reed, Prince, and J-Mac unit, who all played between 11 and 22 minutes, the plus-minus actually drops to minus 43 and the combined net rating drops to, get this, minus 150.6. Now, obviously, those guys played together. They played minutes together in the game, so it's not like the Wolves were actually outscored by 150.6 points per 100 possessions when the bench was on the floor, because that would be absolutely ludicrous. But I think it's a really good insight into just how extremely bad they were as individual players as well as as a group. Individually, you're looking at Minus 15.6 for Prince, minus 40 for Nas Reed, minus 42.3 for J-Mac, and minus 52.3 for Noel. In a game where Minnesota led for over 45 minutes of the game and lost by 8 points, that's almost hard to wrap your head around. But then again, it isn't, because we all saw the game and we all felt that impact that they had kind of stabbing the team in the heart. When Minnesota's bench started filtering in during the first quarter, the Timberwolves were leading 28-8 to with five and a half minutes left in that first quarter. By the time Minnesota started, starters started to come back in the game with around eight and a half minutes left in the second quarter, the score was 40-31. to That's a 23-12 to run in around nine minutes of game time, and Minnesota's 20-point lead is cut to nine. And then it happens again. The Wolves get the lead out to 13 with three and a half minutes left in the third quarter when Noel and J-Mac check in. And they actually push it out to 18 points after a couple of Anthony Edwards' buckets in the next minute. But by the time Finch kind of pulls the plug finally on the Nas and Noel show with nine and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, the lead is three points. And it's well and truly a ball game after that. Again, that's around six or seven minutes of game time. And the 18-point lead is cut to three with that kind of all-bench or mostly bench unit. Again, other things went wrong. Minnesota's offensive execution in the half court was god-awful, especially in the fourth quarter, even when those bench guys subbed out. And they weren't able to stop Beal at all on the other end. And those two things are defining features of this loss, as well as the bench's 
performance is a defining feature of this loss. But it's not as defining because the bench were forcing those starters to play with fire all night long and eventually the bench went and got the starters scorched by that fire. It's, it's kind of been a thing that's been quietly bubbling under the surface for a while now. In the last 15 games, Minnesota's bench is the 10th worst in the league by net rating. In the last 10 games, they're the 8th worst. And in the last 5 games, they're the worst bench in the entire league by net rating as a unit. And the one thing that really, I think, magnifies bad bench play is great play by the guys that they're backing up. And maybe that's why this has felt so stark of late, and uh, and of course the numbers kind of back that up as well. The starters have been awesome. In the totality of those last 15 games, Minnesota's starters ranked 7th in the lead for net rating as a group. They are doing their job, for the most part. The teams above them in that 15-game stretch are Cleveland, Denver, Milwaukee, the very fun and very hot Oklahoma City Thunder, Boston, and Philly. The Wolves bench is letting this team down. Every other team in that group, maybe aside from OKC, are playing exceptional basketball and consistently getting the results to back up that that exceptional basketball. Those teams also have problems off their bench as well. Every team does, and that's why these guys are bench players. But they don't have the four out of five bad game players like Noel and Reed and, at the moment, Jordan McLaughlin. And for the most part, Their coaches don't let the players that are in that category play extended stretches or even play at all. They find more minutes for Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who had a plus 89 net rating when he was on the floor in this game. They find minutes for energy guys like Josh Minot when the team is lacking energy off the bench. And they find minutes for steady hands like Wendell Moore Jr. when the bench unit can't play a lick of defense and he is known more as a defensive guy. They just mix it up. And right now, Finch isn't mixing it up, and he's trotting out the same guillotine every t- every night. Hopefully, with a bit of soul-searching and film study, it's something that does change coming out of the break. I think it needs to. I think whether it's these guys playing better or just mixing up the lineup in general, I mean, I would prefer the latter because we've now seen 61 games, and Noel especially has been kind of an anchor weighing this team down for pretty much the entire 61 game stretch like I said Nas Reed is very fun but often hurtful to the team when he's not in one of those moods where he's going to score 20 points and have eight rebounds or pretty much when he comes off the bench he's not a very good player at the moment and they have some some nice gems to start to mine in Alexander Walker and Minot and even Wendell Moore Jr. They, they need to get minutes into these guys at some point and it feels like that point is now when Minnesota's bench is as I said in the last five games, the very worst bench in the league. So hopefully we see some changes. I'll be here kind of weaving the odd podcast in over the All-Star break. I hope you'll be here to listen. Listen.